There might have been a time in your life that you were dependent on the obedience of someone else. That someone had to get something to you, to bring something to you, to help you with something, and you were stuck. And only when that person obeyed what they were supposed to do and came to your aid and helped you to do what you needed to do, then you could do what you were actually supposed to do. And this is what I'm sharing with you today. I'm sharing a few experiences from my own life, how someone is dependent on your obedience because I'm speaking to you and your obedience is your doorway to great victory. So please stay tuned until after the intro and we're going to look into this exciting topic. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's episode. Welcome to today's show. It's great to have you with me again and I'm going to start off by sharing a testimony or a story with you that happened to me many years ago and I trust that this story will help you to see how important it is to be obedient and to be promptly obedient because if you are not you might be limiting someone else that needs to do what they need to do because it's as if we are part of a body and each one of us got a function and we are even interdependent on each other when you go and stand on a street corner and you look at um, people walking back and forth those people that are walking back and forth there are most likely the people or some of them at least people that you need to touch in your life and change their lives or maybe one of them might be the person who can help you and assist you to get where you're supposed to get to. But now to the, to the story. Many, many years ago, as I was, um, just after I woke up this morning, I just felt in my heart, I have to go to the bank, not to the uh, auto teller, I have to go into the bank and I have to go and withdraw a fairly large amount of money. I knew it had to be cash. It, I couldn't take my card with and um, just present the card. It had to be cash. At that time, I didn't really know what was happening, who it was for, but I just knew so seriously and so convincingly in my heart that I need to do this. So during the day, I went to the bank, I withdrew this amount of money and I kept it with me. And that night I, uh, we had Bible study and I knew I had to take it uh, to the Bible study with me. But I went to go and visit someone else. And as I was there, I thought, oh, you know what? I'm not going to go to the Bible study. I'm just going to skip Bible study. I'm just going to continue visiting. And just as I left that person, as I um, was on my way home, I remembered, oh my, I've got this money with me. I have to go and take it there. And I thought to myself, shall I do it or can I do it the next day? But I felt so convicted in my heart and I drove there. And when I entered the room where we uh, normally had the Bible study, everybody was still there. And I think it was about nine o'clock this evening. And everybody was sitting praying and I just quietly walked in and I took the cash I didn't say anything and I took the cash and I dropped it right in the middle of the table and when the people heard something they all looked up 
And they all looked at me and they were shocked. And they said, how much is there? And I didn't want to tell them. And then I heard the story. There were two people, they were missionaries at the time, and they were on their way on a mission trip, but they didn't have enough money. And when, then they asked me, how much is there? And I told them the amount. It was the exact amount that they needed to get to the airport the following morning at six o'clock. In other words, there was no time to go to a bank. And most of the people couldn't withdraw the, that amount of money from an ATM. They had money, but they couldn't withdraw it from the ATM. And I'm sharing that with you because prompt obedience, and this is the title of this message as well, someone is dependent on your prompt obedience. If I was not obedient that day, those people couldn't get on the plane and they couldn't go and do what they were supposed to do. So my obedience enabled them to do what God called them to do. And the same thing happens to you. If I didn't put out this message today and encourage you with this message, I would have been disobedient. And you who's listening to me now, this may just be what you need to hear so that you can do what you were supposed to do. Because if I was disobedient there, God would have raised up someone else to look after them. I'm pretty sure of that. It's not all about me, not at all. But the important thing is I had to be obedient and by God's grace I was. And I reaped many, many benefits after that and from that experience. Not only financially, but on many, many other areas and, uh, and fronts of my life. So that is a very important concept. And these people went, they got on the plane, they were successful in what they did, and they, I believe, even till today, they might think of me and be grateful for that circumstance and those, that situation. But more important than that thinking of me, they, at that time even, I, I'm sure they must have understood and, and experienced that family feeling, that togetherness, that when they need something, their supply would come from a source that they least expected it. I wasn't even going to be there. I decided I'm not going to go. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go and sleep. But by God's grace, I was obedient and I followed that. And obedience, on the other hand, then, is your doorway to great victories. It's very important to understand this. Now I'm going to share another story with you that happened many, many, many years after this. And Judy and I had been faithful in what we were doing. And at one stage, the one person that we were dealing with, we were just encouraging and um, dealt with a, a few things with him and uh, coached a little bit here and there. And this we just felt, I, I knew in my heart that this person was supposed to just, not because of what we did, because no one can bring you financially, the, if it's, if it's, especially if, when it's on a spiritual level, they cannot really pay for what you give them. And that's not what I'm talking about. But I just knew in my heart that they, this person had to give something into our lives, whether it's five, fifty, uh, dollars or more, it didn't matter. But when you and I 
when we give, it opens up a doorway. It opens up something to us. Just like I said to you, my obedience there opened a doorway to greater victories for me. And this principle I knew, although I didn't even think of this, uh, this example or this experience many years ago when this thought came to me. But I said to Judy, this person, I believe in my heart, they need to give into our lives so that they can be blessed. And lo and behold, it happened. But it ha didn't happen on the time when we thought it was going to happen. It only happened a few months later. Now, in our case, it didn't matter so much because at that time, we didn't desperately need that money. Like when I took that initial amount that I, that I shared with you, when I threw that on the table, those people needed that money that night. They needed it that day to get on the plane to, to go on the mission that they were called to go. But when this person gave into our lives, just to give you a, a perspective of how this happens, months after that even, those funds that were sown into our lives in, enabled Judy and myself to do something that we needed to do at that time. But when we uh, received these funds, this person gave us an option how we wanted to receive it. And I shared something with him and the, the funds that was given to us increased in those few months. It increased exponentially. I don't know how, how this works in the, in the time frames and everything, but that is exactly what happens. So that's why it's so important to be obedient. And Jesus says so many times, he says, if you will obey my commands, then you show that you love me. And it's only when you and I move forward, when we do the things that new things open up to us. And as I'm speaking to you here, I didn't, ahead of time, I just felt I must just come and sit and share this with you. And as I'm speaking and as I'm sharing with you, thoughts are just coming and it's as if this, it just opens up. And it opens up more and more and more. And when you and I do what we need to do, it's like giving. And it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be physical money. It can be anything. It can be your time. It can be a go just, you see someone, just give that person a hug. They might just need it. Another example, one day I was on my way home. Judy and I were already married. And it was late at night as well. And I can't remember why I was alone at that time, but I just saw a car and I just felt next to the road, stop next to the road. And I just felt turn around. And most people didn't want to stop at that time of the night because they think it's, it's dangerous and all that. And when I stopped there, there were a young man and a young lady. They were married. And the, the young lady was devastated because her husband cheated on her. I don't know why I had to stop there, but I could encourage her, I could encourage him, and I never saw them again after that. But I had to go there, I had to stop there, I had to be obedient, and that opened the way for them, maybe, to get their, their marriage back together again. 
but it was so precious to me to know that I was there at the right time, at the right place, and that I could impart something into their lives. And it's so important that you and I don't pressure everything. Don't try to push something. Like we've heard in the, you know, I remember years ago, I don't know whether the, the term is still really uh, used, but it says when you cannot squeeze a green fruit ripe. So you can squeeze that green fruit until it's very soft, but it's not ripe. It's not going to taste the same. It's not going to have the same juices. And it's exactly the same with you and I. We cannot squeeze anything. We have to do what we need to do at the proper time, at the set time. And sometimes we don't know that. Sometimes we don't know that ahead of time. And it's vitally, vitally important. And here is a word of encouragement that I just need to share. And this is for young people. If you're a young person, then I want to encourage you. Don't try to squeeze it. If you're looking for a mate, whether you're a, uh, a girl or a boy or a young man or young lady, don't squeeze anything. Even if you're not young anymore and, and uh, your loved one passed away or something, don't squeeze anything. Trust God to bring to you the person that He has for you. Many, many years ago, this was in 1995, I was in Toronto in Canada. And there was a church which at that time they called it the Toronto Blessing. And they had meetings every single day of the week, except for, for Monday mornings, I think they didn't have a prayer meeting. But people from all over the world came there. And I visited there for about two and a half weeks. And shortly after I arrived there, I stayed there at the morning prayer meetings. I would stay in the, in the building. And I went to the back and I, I was just lying down. And as I was lying down there, and this message is specifically for, for someone listening to me now. If it's you, please open your ears. I had a very close relationship with my mother. And there's something that's called soul ties. And when my mother first gave birth to, to my older brother, she almost died. She almost bled to death. And there was a fear in her that um, she's going to lose her life. And then many years later, I was born seven years after my, my oldest brother. And my mother must have feared this um, pregnancy throughout. And there was a bond that was not a good bond. We always had a very good relationship, but something was not right. I don't know what it was. She didn't know what it was. And although we had a good relationship, God knew there was something that was not right. That was either holding me back, holding her back, or both of us. And as I was lying here with my eyes closed, all of a sudden I saw something like an umbilical cord that connects me with my mother. And a huge scissors came and it cut the umbilical cord. And it was a, an amazing experience that I had. And I didn't know it at the time. But a few days after that, I met the lady that was going to be my wife even till today. So God prepared me ahead of time. And this applies to you. Whatever situation or whether it's a relationship, whatever you are moving into today, 
God has got someone specific for you. He's got something specific planned. And when you are obedient and do what he tells you to do, you will receive it. You will receive it. And that's where the prompt obedience comes in. I didn't understand it. When I first met Judy, I was so afraid because I was, I was really a bit afraid of, of, of women. I dodged her for a few days. I made sure that I didn't see her. And even days after, I really got peace about this because I asked God, I said, Lord, what is going on here? And he gave me peace by just pointing me to her, the meaning of her name. And Judy is from Judah, which means to praise God. And I, I was at peace about that. But only when I felt prompted, then I went to her and I said hello to her. And we became good friends. And eventually, a um, year or so later, year and a half, I think later, we got married. And today, it's almost 25 years, and it's the most amazing time that we've had. So my encouragement to you is, if you are not married, don't go and look for someone. Trust God and really look up to God and ask God to help you to get the right person to you. Yes, you will have to do certain things. I had to go and I had to be there. I had to do the things that I needed to do. But God was the one who really put everything together. And like I said, many days, I still today, I cannot believe that Judy and I grew up into totally different environments. Thousands of miles, thousands of kilometers apart. And we, our match is just so incredible. We enjoy each other. We enjoy being with each other. And it's just incredible. And that's an encouragement to you as well. So do what you need to do be, by being obedient. And when you do that for others, the same will return to you. It's a principle. It's a, basically a principle of sowing and reaping. And many people just uh, sort of portray this as you have to give money. You have to this and that. It's not necessarily so. You can do anything that God tells you to do in your heart. Do it. Be obedient. Show that you love him by obeying his commands. And he will do anything for you to bring you to the point where he wants you to be. Because before you were born in your mother's womb or, or um, conceived in your mother's womb, God already had a purpose for you. He knew you. And what does it mean to know you? It means he knows you because he put you together. He's the one who really put you together. He knows you inside out. He knows you. And the same can be for you that happened to me when you're obedient. You're going to be able to see victories in your life. You're going to be able to uh, celebrate these victories and these victories will continue. They will continue. It's like this little pebble which you release or you let it fall into a puddle of water or into a dam or a pond or something and those concentric circles just goes out and out and further and further and further and you know what they will never stop to the naked eye it seems as if they stop but I believe they will never stop and I'm going to sort of end this this show with this also with this story and I was also many years ago I think this was in 1992 I had very interesting things happened in my life and I, I didn't know whether these things that I experienced 
because it was new to me uh, whether these things were real. And I just asked God. I didn't speak to one single person and ask them what's, what was going on. I said, God, if this is really true in my life, will you confirm this? Will you show me that it's real? And the one day I was in a, in a parking garage and as I went to my pickup truck, from the corner of my eye, I just um, saw someone's movement actually and someone passed by and I looked over to this person. It was an older man and I just smiled at him. And I went on with my own business. I uh, opened, unlocked the door and I got into the, to the pickup. And the next moment I heard this voice next to me. And this old man, he grabbed my hand, tall man, big hands and much older than me. And he said, my little brother, that smile that you greeted me with is not just a smile. That smile comes straight out of heaven. Wow, man, I was really on guard. And I thought, what is going on here? I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And I was very weary. And then he started speaking to me. And everything that I experienced in my life, he confirmed. He said, I am called the messenger of God. God spoke to me now and told me to tell you these things. I've never seen this man before. I've never seen him since. And he, uh, um, everything that I asked God, he confirmed everything. And he used this example. He said, it's like this little pebble, this little stone that you drop into this uh, body of water. And these circles start. First, it starts just with you. I got changed. Then my family got changed, the people that, that lived in my own house. Then the rest of my family. Then the people at work. And it just started going out further and further and further. I met my wife thousands of kilometers away from that point where I was at that time. And since that day that that man spoke into my life, I have traveled all across the world. Judy has traveled all across the world with me. We've been to many different countries. It's a privilege. And these circles never stop. They just continue going out and going out. And every time when we meet new people, those circles just go out further and further. So it's not necessarily only uh, geographical distance, but it can be people as well. And with that, I encourage you, please be obedient. Be promptly obedient. Because I need what you have. You need what I have. What I'm sharing with you here, I know you need it. That's why you are here. It's no coincidence that you are listening to me today and sharing this with you. This is a, a leadership show. So you are a leader. You are being raised up as a leader if you're not already raised up. But you have the potential in you to do great exploits. Not only for yourself, but for God. And do what God purposed you to do. You've got a very specific purpose. If you don't know what your purpose is, find out what your purpose is. In time, uh, I'll, I'll uh, compile a series where I can help you to find your purpose. Because it's vitally important. But for now, ask God yourself. Seek. Seek the scriptures. Seek God in prayer. In However... Ask him to show you, to bring someone to you that can help you to find your purpose in life. Because when you fulfill your purpose, not only are you fulfilled, but also the people that need what you have 
you've got a solution for issues and problems that no one else has. That's how important you are. Thank you so much for listening and please share this message, share it with a family member or friend, share it on social media, share it on many of the new platforms that uh, we, we see coming out every single day. Share it on the, on the traditional stuff. Please share it so that we can get this message out, so that we can get a body of people together that want to make a change, a good change, and people that are committed to be a changer in the world. Thank you so much for being with me on the show today. You have an awesome day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.